I want to bring to us the word of the Lord today. We've been, we started our series on blessing three weeks ago, the beginning of blessing with Adam in Genesis 1, how there's curses that are against us in Genesis 3, and last week we, we looked at Genesis 12 and the blessing of Abraham. The word bless, blessing, bless is used over 500 times in the whole Bible. Our God is a God full of blessing. He loves to bless. He created us for the blessing. We all long for the blessing. And it is a holy and righteous desire to long for the blessing of God. God loves to release His blessing and He wants to release the blessing through us to all the earth as we learned last week that the blessing is for us to receive and then it's to give to all the families of the earth. The word bless and blessing is used 500 times throughout the Bible. Over half of Genesis, the majority of Genesis, is dedicated to this, it's, it's around this guy named Jacob. And we want to look at Jacob's blessing. The majority of the words with bless and blessing actually goes to Jacob. It's Jacob receiving blessing. And then in chapters 48 and 49, Jacob giving away the blessing. It's incredible. Jacob's blessing, uh, just to rehash, Abraham was blessed in Genesis 12. Abraham received the full blessing of God, and God richly blessed Abraham. He blessed Abraham with his descendant Isaac. And then Abraham blesses Isaac in Genesis 25, verse 11. Then Isaac has Esau in Jacob. And you see that Isaac, he received the blessing of Abraham. Isaac was having trouble having children, but he, he hung on to the blessing of God and to the promise of God. And Isaac and Rebekah, they have Esau and Jacob. And it's quite the story of how Esau and Jacob are born. You got Esau coming out with red all over his body, like a carpet full of red hair. And then you got Jacob grabbing on. I mean, boy, this uh, delivery, that was a, <laughs> this was a big one. Jacob is holding on to Esau's heel. I really, I would have loved to have seen it, but I don't want to see it. I mean, uh, I witnessed three births, and that's uh, all that I can handle for right now. It's quite, a, it's quite a scene just to see any birth, but... To see one holding on to another, that would be something. So you got these guys, Esau and Jacob. And Esau was the firstborn. And then Esau sells his birthright in Genesis 25, 29 through 34. Esau sells his birthright. And that, that was a big deal, okay? It was a big deal to sell the birthright. But Esau kind of, he just sells it and he, he grieves, but... It doesn't say anything about him crying, but he sells the birthright there. Then you've got how Isaac received the, the blessings of God, and he fulfills the blessings in chapter 26. Then in chapter 27, and this is where you really see Jacob receiving the blessing. That's chapter 27. Genesis 27, 
Isaac blesses Jacob. Now, here is where you see Jacob. He was a rascal. He was a weasel. He weaseled his way to seal the birthright from Esau. But here he even goes a step further. He already stole the birthright from Esau, but here he steals the blessing from Esau in chapter 27. You see, Isaac was getting old in his years, and he couldn't see. And so he knew his time was coming to an end. So he wanted to extend the blessing. And he had the desire to bless Esau, who was the firstborn. But Esau, they hear that, uh, Jacob hears that Esau is going to get the blessing. And Jacob disguises himself. He puts on hair, he puts on smells that would smell like Esau. And he comes up to Isaac and he says, here's your food. And Isaac, he thinks that it is Jacob before him. And Isaac blesses Jacob in verse 27. He says, see the smell of my son is as the smell of the field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. Now this blessing that Isaac gives to Jacob is very similar to the blessing that God gave to Abraham. So God blessed Abraham. Abraham took that blessing and he gave it to Isaac. And Isaac blessed Jacob with a very similar blessing here. The cursed should every, everyone who curses you and blessed everyone who blesses you. Very similar to the blessing of Abraham. Well, then Esau shows up, and Esau's got some food, and Esau's like, hey, I want my blessing. And Isaac says, I already blessed what I thought was you. I thought it was you that I blessed. Wait a second, what happened? And Esau is heartbroken. Verse 36, have you not reserved a blessing for me? He's crying out. Verse 38, Have you but one blessing, O my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and he wept. It was like Esau was already sad that his brother stole his birthright, but now his brother's stealing the blessing. And the blessing is what he really wanted. Esau wanted the blessing, and he rightfully deserved the blessing. He was the firstborn, but Jacob swiped it from him. Esau was longing for this blessing, and he, he cries out, Jacob, please give me a blessing, and Jacob says, well, I've already blessed, but then he goes on, and he actually does bless Esau. He says in verse 39, Behold, away from the fatness of the earth shall your dwelling be, and away from the dew of heaven on high. 
By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother. But when you grow restless, you shall break his yoke from your neck. Now this blessing was not the same blessing as Jacob. It was a different blessing. But it was still a blessing. Jacob was blessed and Esau was blessed. They were different, but there was still a blessing there. Hebrews 11 verse 20 confirms that Jacob and Esau were both blessed. Hebrews 11 says, By faith Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. Okay? So I just want you to hold that in your head. Remember, Jacob and Esau were both blessed. So Esau's blessed, but then Jacob, he's like fearful because actually Esau responds with a lot of anger. Esau's still upset. Esau's still heartbroken because he didn't get the same blessing as Jacob. So Jacob goes away. He's fearful. But then Isaac calls Jacob back and Isaac gives him a second blessing. It's like Jacob needed to hear not only the first one in deception, but the second one in truth. Jacob gets a second blessing from Isaac. And it's in chapter 28, verses 3 and 4, Jacob again blesses, or Isaac again blesses Jacob with his second blessing. Well then the story goes on and Jacob runs away. Jacob's fearful of Esau. Jacob goes away. And again, it's like his father's blessing wasn't enough. He was fearful. He lived in this fear because he got the blessing out of deception. He was fearful. So he goes to sleep one night. And in chapter 28, he goes to sleep. And then God meets him in his dreams. It's incredible. There's this ladder. And it said, it, all these stories you just grow up with. I love all these stories. But there's a ladder, and God's standing above the ladder, and he blesses Jacob with the blessing that we started with. Let me read it again. God blesses Jacob. So uh, Jacob was already blessed by Isaac two times, but God comes to him a third time and blesses him. God says this, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham and your father, and the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie, I will give to you and to your offspring. Your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. And then he says this, and this is so similar to the Genesis 12, and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. All the families of the earth be blessed. And this blessing that was given to Abraham, that was given to Isaac, that was given to Jacob, this blessing is for each of us. All of us are to take hold of this blessing. Acts chapter 3 verifies this. Acts chapter 3, Peter says, that we are the descendants of Abraham. Everybody that chooses Jesus goes into this blessing. And Acts chapter 3 says, In you all the families of the earth will be blessed. In you all the families of the earth will be blessed. 
Would you receive that blessing today? Receive it. Actually, I want you to look around and just look at people and say, in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Can you say that? In you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. In you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Amen. Amen. Every one of us, in you, in us, receive it for yourself. Hear God say to you, in you, all the families. It's amazing that he says families, not individuals. It's families. God works through families. In you, all the families of the earth. Not just some families, not just certain languages. All the families of the earth will be blessed. So God blesses Jacob here. Well, Jacob goes on and uh, he, he goes away. He meets his future father-in-law, Laban, in chapter 29. Then God fulfills his blessing. He starts giving Jacob children and lots of children. Uh, 12 children to be exact. He fulfills his promises. Again, when God blesses, he is faithful to fulfill his promises. He gives them children in chapters 29 and 30. And each name that Jacob gives his children are like a blessing from him. Jacob prospers and becomes great. And then he leaves and he flees because he's scared. He's scared again in chapters uh, chapter 31. But then Laban, this is amazing, his father-in-law, Laban pursues after Jacob, and in chapter 31, verse 55, Laban blesses Jacob and Jacob's son. Laban, Laban who, I mean, according to scriptures, Laban had never been blessed, but Laban goes after Jacob's children and blesses them in chapter 31, 55. Then you've got chapter 32 of Genesis. And this is where Jacob is gone out from Laban. Okay, he's got the blessing of Laban and he goes out. And now Jacob's going to start living out of the blessing. And Jacob goes out, but then he remembers that brother of his, Esau. And he is scared again. He's scared of his brother Esau. And he goes out and he is fearful. Well, God meets him again. God meets him in his fear. And in chapter 32, Jacob wrestles with God. Jacob wrestles with God and he says, I will not go until I receive the blessing. He doesn't want to meet Esau unless he knows he is blessed. He's already received the blessing from Isaac two times. He already received it once from God before, but he needed it again. He's crying out, God, would you bless me? And he's wrestling with God, and God touches his hip socket, puts it out of joint. I mean, that's something I don't ever want to experience. Um, but his hip socket is put out of joint, and God meets him there, and he blesses Jacob a second time. A second time in chapter 32. Well then chapter 33 comes and Jacob meets Esau. The guy that he was afraid of. And he's like giving Esau a bunch of stuff. He, to say, oh would you please accept this? Would you please accept this? 
Esau runs to Jacob, puts his hands around Jacob, and says, Man, I'm good. You can take your stuff. I don't need them. You see, God blessed Esau. God blessed Esau and God blessed Jacob. And this guy that Jacob was living in fear for all of his life, all of a sudden, he comes to embrace him. And that fear is gone. And he goes in peace. And he lives with the blessing. He lives in the blessing, and God blesses him. And uh, chapter 35, God meets him a third time. Three times God blessed Jacob. 35, Jacob received this blessing from the Lord. In chapter 35, verse 10, Your name is Jacob. No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you. Again, so similar to the blessing of Abraham that God passed to Isaac, that God passed to Jacob. God blessed Jacob three times. Jacob just receiving God's blessing. Well, then Jacob goes on and he has sons. And then you have the whole story of Joseph. And I won't get into that. But you can read that in uh, 37 through 46. But Joseph comes, Joseph was blessed. <laughs> Even in Pharaoh's home, Joseph, it says, was blessed and then extended the blessings to Egypt. And then his brothers come back and, and Joseph says, what God, what you intended for evil, God intended for good. And so Joseph lived out the blessing, but then you come to 48 and 49, and Jacob blesses the Pharaoh, Jacob blesses Joseph's sons, and then Jacob blesses all of his children. Now there's so much to glean from this passage. It's just full of blessings. But I just want to point out a few things. First of all, God is sovereign in his blessings. God is sovereign in his blessings. I always avoided this story of Jacob, and frankly, I didn't even want to preach it. Um, it's just so strange, because I always thought, this is not fair. Why did Jacob get the blessing? I mean, what a weasel, what a rat. This guy uh, tricked, tricked his brother Esau two times. Why, why, why? Well, God spoke to me this week and said, this is perfect. He is sovereign in his blessing. God is in control. God has his way. God blesses those whom he chooses, And God can use anything. God ended up blessing Esau and Jacob. And they were both fine. So God is sovereign and he's in control. So in the midst of this COVID, in the midst of all this craziness around us, would you trust in God's sovereignty today? Would you put your trust that God is in control and he can have his way and the story's not done yet? Amen. If Esau would have given up, if Jacob would have given up, it, it would have been the same story, right? But the story continues. This story is not over yet. No matter what you're going through in your life, the story's not finished yet. Let God continue to write the story. Let God, let God continue to have his way. 
God is sovereign in His blessing. The blessing is collateral. The blessing isn't just meant for an individual. The blessing is redemptive. There can be redemptive blessing. The blessing isn't always for those who deserve it, okay? Now this is really important for us to hear. The blessing isn't always for those who deserve it. We all deserve curse. But Jesus has come to remove the curses so that we can be blessed. Jacob didn't necessarily deserve the blessing. But he lived out of the blessing. God blessed him anyway in his rich mercy, in his grace. And this is where grace comes in. That the grace of God can come on us and that we would be blessed. God blesses those who wrestle for the blessing. We can ask for the blessing over and over and over again, okay? You don't have to just receive it once. You can receive it time and time again. Jacob needed to hear of the blessing over and over and over again. So you can ask God for the blessing. Now, in our closing moments here, I want to go through, and you guys can write these down, five elements of blessing. There's many things that we can learn here in this passage, but five elements of God's blessing. And we've learned a lot about the blessing and receiving the blessing, but right now I want to activate the blessing that we would begin to bless others. And these five words are, are good from Gary Smalley, their great uh, book of his. But the first one is spoken words. The first element of blessing is spoken words. Words are important. When you bless somebody, you will open up your mouth and you'll speak words. And they're encouraging words. They're words of life. They're words of, of blessing, of, of healing, of love, of kindness. God blessed Jacob. Jacob blessed his son. We are called to bless. We're called to open up our mouth and to speak words of blessing. You know, in my household, every Sunday night, my dad would say, Time out, time out. We need to gather around your mother and bless her. We need to bless her. <laughs> and uh, there were times when I didn't want to do this. I was like watching a football game. I mean, literally right in the middle of a football game, uh, he'd go up and just turn it off or mute it. We need, hold on, hold on, let's gather around your mother and bless her. And we would all gather around her and bless her. And I think back, I'm so glad that my dad did that, you know? Healthy wife, healthy life, right? How many of you can agree with that statement? Yeah, healthy wife, healthy life. It's important to bless. And uh, when mother's not happy, ain't nobody happy, right? We all know that one. We would gather around my mom and just speak words of blessing. We learned how to bless her. We would speak words of blessing. I want each of us to receive the words of blessing from God. You can't bless unless you've been blessed. The curse will curse, but the blessed will bless. So you receive the blessing words from God, even as Jacob did, and then you give the blessing words to one another. 
to those that you love. And I would love to see more blessing on Facebook. How, how many of you would like to see more blessing on Facebook? I mean, I've seen way too much cursing on Facebook. I'd say each of us should take a challenge to fill social media with words of blessing. Nothing but words of blessing. Romans 12, Paul said, bless and do not curse. We are called to speak words of blessing, no matter who it is, no matter who the president is, no matter who our leader is, no matter what the speaker of the house is doing, we are called to speak words of blessing. Bless and do not curse. Bless and do not curse. Would you receive God's blessing words over you and then extend God's blessing words to those that you love, those that you're dearest with, but also those who are your neighbor, and also those who are in charge of the nation, and also those who are in charge of local government, and also the police force. We want to speak words of blessing to everyone. Who's with me on that? Hallelujah. We need more of God's blessing words that we receive and we speak it over one another. The second element of blessing is a special future. I love it. In each of these blessings that I read and that you can study on your own, every one of them were about the future. It didn't talk about the past failures. It didn't talk about what they did wrong in the past or, oh, you need to remember this. It was all about the future. He didn't come to Jacob and say this, 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 and this you did wrong. Here's your future, Jacob. It's a special future. My dad has done so well at this with me. He has always spoken to my future and who I'm to become. He's seen all my mistakes, but he speaks to my future. They're words, they're edifying words, but they're to the future. And one of the things that he's always told me, <laughs> it's been hard to believe, but my dad tells me, you will go further than I have. He says, you'll run faster than I have. You'll do things that I haven't done, and I, I just receive it. That's speaking to the future. The other thing that that is, is this is the third element of blessing, but blessing is one of honor. It's one of honor. Blessing is edifying another person above yourself. Bless, the word bless actually means to take, an, it's to take a knee. It comes from the Hebrew word barak, barak, which is to take a knee. And so to be blessed and then to bless others you're going to honor another person. That's exactly my, my father. He's edifying me. He's saying, Stephen, you're going to go further. You're going to do things that I haven't done. I honor you today. So it's one of edifying, of lifting. And it's so countercultural, right? Our culture says in order to advance, you got to push other people down. Well, in the kingdom, to advance, you got to go lower and you got to lift others up. That's what blessing is. So blessing is one of encouraging words. It's one of a special future. It's one of honor. But it's also active commitment. Active commitment. You're not just saying 
uh, oh, I hope you do well. I hope you go somewhere. It's an act of commitment saying, I am going to be with you through this. And it's promising God's active commitment. This is what God said to Abraham in Genesis 28 when he said, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised. This is exactly what Jesus said with his disciples when he said, And behold, I am with you always to the very end of the age. So God blesses you with good words. He, he releases special future over you. He honors you and lifts you up. And he, he promises to be with you. He promises to help you. You're not on your own in this. And the fifth element of blessing is meaningful touch. Meaningful touch. This is amazing. In Genesis 27, Isaac said, Come near, kiss me, my son. And so Jacob came near and Isaac kissed him. You got Genesis 48, Jacob's, uh, Joseph brought his children near him and Jacob kissed them and embraced them. And the word embrace is like overlapping scales of an alligator. They're really close. They're really close. And so meaningful touch is a blessing. Now this is a difficult one with social distancing. <laughs> this is a challenge for us. And it just helped me realize in the midst of the season that social distancing is a curse. It's one of the cur curses that has come with COVID. Now it doesn't mean we need to stop social distancing. We need to keep it going. But just to recognize that it is not who we're intended to be. God's created us to touch one another. Did, did you know that there's studies on children that their brains grow faster when they're touched? Their husbands and wives live two years longer if they touch each other in a meaningful way every single day. They live two years longer. There's, there's tons of studies on how touch helps, but Touch is a blessing. And so in this social distancing, we need to learn how to touch those who we're closest with, our spouses, our children. We need to embrace each other and embrace the touch of God. You know, I do believe that God can touch us. Maybe not like he touched Abraham with hitting his hip socket out of place, but Jesus said, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. What is that? That's, that's a nearness. There's a, there's a touching that happens. So we can receive from God that meaningful touch and then we can give it to one another in the midst of this social distancing and we can pray that that curse uh, gets lifted and that we wouldn't have this virus. But just to recognize that too, I'm missing that. I'm missing being touched. I'm missing handshaking all of you. I'm so used to giving each of you handshakes, but I miss that. So, I want us to receive the blessing of God. I want us to receive His spoken word. God is a God full of blessing, and I want us to receive that and then to activate that. 
that we would begin to learn how to bless one another, that our words would be full of blessing, that we would honor and uplift, that we would speak to the future and not the past, and that we would learn how to bless our children and bless our spouse. How many of you want more blessings? Amen. Amen. I want to call my dad forward, and if you could come forward, and then we're going to have our worship team uh, play a song, but before the worship team plays, and actually after that, then we're going to have our life group leaders forward, and I wanted to model what it would mean to bless. Some of us have never seen what a blessing looks like. Some of us have never seen a blessing, so I just want to honor and bless you today, Dad. And I do honor you. I bless you as a pastor, that your territory would be increased, that you would reach more, that God would bless you in your future, that the greatest pastoring you have are the days ahead of you. I bless you as the leader of the College of Prayer, that you would reach every nation on earth in the next five years as that's the desire. I bless you in writing this new book, Hearts on Fire, that this book would be a blessing to many and that you, it would be a part of bringing revival in individuals. I bless you as a father, bless you as a husband, to mom, and I bless you as a papa. I love you as a papa to my children, and may you continue to be a blessing on many. I love you. Amen. Amen. So worship team. Worship team, if you can come and lead us in a song. And I just want to encourage you in this song to receive the blessing of God. You may feel like, oh, I don't deserve it. Oh, I've done too many things wrong. No. Throw that lie off. Receive the blessing of God today. Receive it. And then begin to ask God, God, would you activate blessing in my life? Would you activate, Lord, maybe it's a Sunday night, every night, getting around mom and blessing. Ask God to activate that. Maybe right now you want to write a letter of blessing. Maybe right now you want to go and speak a word of blessing. But would God activate blessing here this time? And as they sing the song, we do want life group leaders. If I could have all the life group leaders come and spread out across the front, six feet apart. Let's sing here together. <laughs> 